0: Hi divine, Hi, divine darlings! Welcome back to the Queen's Mentality. I'm Mukisa. I'm Irene, and, and we're, we're Fem Entity. Fem Entity is the source for your
1: self-care,
0: empowerment, and community. We help you find ways to balance your divine, feminine, and masculine energies.
1: We do have a couple of announcements. If you are new and you'd love to keep uh, updated on everything Fem Entity, join our membership waitlist.
0: Our link is right in our bio on our Instagram small businesses, and consultants. If you want a little bit of extra exposure, join our directory. Yes, we'd love to have you. And also, if you're new, you can find us on Spotify,
1: Apple Music, and YouTube. So let's get right on into it.
0: Today, we're going to talk about the ways that we can find our inner peace and build a relationship with the self through honoring our emotions.
1: Yes. So why should we honor our, our emotions? Honor our emotions, Kisa. Honor
0: our emotions. A little bit of a tongue twister. Mm. When you honor your emotions, you're being true to yourself. When you respect your emotions, it leads not only to authenticity and balance, but also a sense of inner peace and freedom.
1: Mm-hmm. So what is the difference between emotions and feelings? This is also, this is very tricky for a lot of people because yeah. the, I, heard, I heard my feelings are just everywhere. I just have so many feelings or <laughs> I'm overwhelmed with emotions. Let's break that down for a minute and let's, let's break down what an emotion is and what a feeling is.
0: Okay, so emotions. You only actually have five of them. Mm-hmm. Fear, joy, anger, sadness, and disgust.
1: Yes. Like the movie. Yeah, Pixar got it right, right on the nose. They did. (laughs) (laughs) So these are emotions that help us understand our safety, our stability, and our security indicators. So those are the main five that we have.
0: Emotions are our gut responses, they are our instincts, and they're felt without the benefit of mental processing. So feminine, that's getting into your feminine, your feminine is your feeling, and then your masculine energy is your thinking. Mm
1: -hmm. So our feelings, we actually have thousands and thousands of feelings. These are conscious, subjective experiences of emotions. So it is an emotion with an experience on top of it. That's what we're feeling. So they emerge after self-reflection or a result of judging our
0: own thoughts or actions. So, how can we process our feelings in a way that is healthy if you don't take away anything from this podcast the number one thing
1: feel your feelings feel
0: your observe feelings.
1: your thoughts feel your feelings observe your thoughts so on a surface level to process our feelings in a healthy way it's very simple it sounds simpler than than the process actually is but surface level identify and label Give yourself the space, the time, and then decide how to move forward. Now, that is a lot and we're going to break it down. But um, often we trigger our defense mechanisms to avoid uncomfortable feelings. And this can look often like judgment or we're in denial or we're trying to distract ourselves. But it can also distort the process.
0: Yes. When we avoid and use those defense mechanisms, we're actually in the wounded feminism. Mm -hmm. Feminism feminine yes in your, in your wounded feminine energy hmm
1: so if you're avoiding your feelings this can actually be internally damaging and this is why it's so important when you're in your feminine energy to reflect on your feelings because if we build up you're like a, um, a rocket you're going to explode with all the energy, with all with all your emotions in you. You need to release it you need to process through it so we can go to a place of happiness, health, inner peace, and all that. Okay.
0: Um, the healthy feminine. The healthy feminine yes. is allowing those feelings to flow. It's exactly. feeling your feelings. Because if you don't, like Irene said, you're gonna end up with energy blocks and they're gonna explode unexpectedly.
1: Yeah, and the longer that you have this avoidance cycle, if you're someone that's constantly having a lot of anxiety, a lot of worries, and you're just being told to relax, this is why we don't like people telling us to relax because that's just a really simple way of saying, push it down, suppress it, put it out of the way that it's not inconvenient where actually your emotions are telling you something. They're, they're a signal to you. It's, it's building an awareness within yourself. So acknowledging what you feel in the moment is a good thing and it's okay to acknowledge them in the moment. Um, by ha- avoiding the, these, these emotions, it's actually harder to cope with them in the long run. So how does this differ from processing your emotions? So the very first thing that I would recommend is acknowledging your go-to numbing behaviors. So what is your go-to thing when something that is scary comes up, something that is uncertain comes up? What is your go-to thing to suppress it? Because that's the first block I think a lot of people need to go through is whenever we're having a really heightened fight and you're angry or you're upset, um, do you go to your phone? Do you post it on social media? Do you walk out the door and ignore it for a couple days until it just kind of dissipates to the unknown?
0: Do you ignore (laughs) the feeling and stuff your face so that you can feel good again? Or maybe you turn to other things like alcohol?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the forms of distraction like you're shutting down, you having vices, not talking. These are all wounded masculine reactions. Mm-hmm. So this is actually you leaning into your wounded masculine and trying to suppress that emotion, that feeling. And anything you do, whether it's intentionally or unconsciously to avoid facing your feelings can really deteriorate you going to that happy, peaceful place of
0: resolution and gratitude. Mm -hmm. A lot of the times we have these mechanisms that we use to cope with because they're unhealthy traits that we've picked up over time. So whether that's from your friends, from your family members, from people telling you Mm -hmm. this is what you should do. um, But we're here to debunk all of that
1: yeah we're here to tell you that's girl you need to face your emotions (laughs) feel your
0: feelings
1: Kisa how do you choose to process your emotions
0: how do I choose to process my emotions I would say through a lot of breath work yeah I like to take a pause and just kind of breathe through it and be like what am I really feeling and Mm -hmm. and then dig deeper so not just what uh what I'm feeling but like naming those emotions oh yeah of like, I'm feeling sad because this, or I'm feeling angry because this. I think angry is also like um, a reaction. Mm -hmm. Like it's like the immediate thing, you're so angry, but then underneath that anger, is it because you were hurt? Mm -hmm. Is it like sadness that you're kind of expressing through anger? So kind of working through all of those things. I also um, have talked about this before, but journaling really Mm -hmm. helps me to um, just release all of those emotions onto a page and then i feel like i can move on after that like, that's I feel really like interesting. it's been said it's in the book and now we're turning the page
1: nice that's a really cool form of symbolism that you just created there we're <laughs> turning
0: a page to a new leaf i like that yeah. yeah how has your emotional processing changed over time
1: it has really gone for me i i was someone that like if it's not work If it's not going to make me money, I'm not giving it attention. Okay. (laughs) And that was, that's, well. It doesn't exist. It didn't, it like, if I was anxious about something, but it was going to get me a good mark, we're in it, even though I'm going to cry 20 minutes later. And that was not healthy. That was, that's not something that you should do. Interesting. So Mm. you
0: can do that, um, I guess, move past those emotions through work. But when it comes to the personal, you were like, no.
1: No. Well, my work was my distraction. Ah. That, was, that was my vice, my thing, because I could always do more work. I realized at a very young age, by uh, to get ahead means to be proactive in my work. And so I would do more assignments. I would do better presentations. I would just constantly be going, filling up my schedule and ignoring whatever crap was in my personal life Mm. because i was like if i'm succeeding professionally that's all that matters but no now i am much more like if i'm succeeding personally I'm going to triple my success professionally. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. That's an
0: amazing way to think about it
1: too. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely... It's not an easy transition, especially. Mm-hmm. Like if anyone were to first hear that, I, they'd probably be like, wow, that's fantastic. And it is, but... That's true. It's not... People
0: probably wouldn't identify that as an unhealthy coping mm-hmm. mechanism.
1: Yeah, they probably... Because I was just like, I was just going, working, hustling, that generic hustle mm-hmm. mentality. But when I realized, when I finally broke down and, and said, this isn't actually who I am. I don't actually know who I am. Then it forced me to have to be like, where's my personal life
0: right now? Right. I guess that's the thing about the body. Like you can try to avoid and distract as much as you want, but eventually your body's going to say, no, we need yeah. to process this right now. Oh
1: yeah. My emotions, it came to a part where my mentality, my body and my emotions all came to a raging halt. And I was sitting in a room in Sackville being like, who am I? Like it was oh, like yeah. an existential Not in crisis in <laughs> <laughs> And it was like an existential crisis of like what am I to do? And it really started with me processing what do, what are my emotions telling me? Why am I angry? Why am I sad? Where did my happiness go? And working through that to realize, okay, this is the path I'm okay with taking.
0: Right? So I guess there's two options here. There's the option of actually coping with your emotions and feelings and what you're dealing with or there's not coping with them <laughs> until you're forced to.
1: Yes, and your body will force you to. If you if it hasn't yet, honey, it will, and it'll hit
0: you like a rain fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're not gonna know when, you're no. not gonna know how, but those emotions will find you.
1: <laughs> they will find you. <laughs> so where is the process? What is the process of working through your emotions? We talked about this briefly, but now let's really dive into it.
0: So the first part is identify and label the emotions. And I think the labeling part, um, we're trying to not judge, but just name it for what it is.
1: Yes. If you're overwhelmed, you're overwhelmed. If you are um, disgusted... Then you're, disgusted. <laughs> then you're disgusted. You don't have to. If you have, ick, you have the ick, you have the ick. You yeah. <laughs> and that's okay. You could just name it for what it is. You don't have to judge yourself for feeling a certain type of way.
0: Um, and that's just for your own understanding. That's just for your own peace.
1: Yeah. And if we get so getting a little bit kind of putting in a use case, if you go on a date with someone and girl, you ain't vibing for anything, and you leave it, and you're just like, what is this feeling in my gut? And if you are like, I'm unhappy, why are you unhappy? Because you had a really crappy date? Don't put judgment on that person, that day. Just acknowledge what you're feeling in the moment and analyze that first before you're going on to talking more with that person or talking about that situation.
0: Right. It can help you to understand, like, why. why did you feel like unhappy with it after was it because you didn't set boundaries was it because your boundaries were violated Mm -hmm. were you not expressing yourself in the way that you wanted to like just unpack it a little bit
1: yeah and then the next thing would be uh turn towards your emotions with acceptance And that's really hard when you feel really down about yourself or you're going through a really angry period or an upset period that, that turn towards your emotions and looking at them and being like, that's okay. is really hard because we are naturally cued to feel bad and then put judgment on that bad feeling, Mm
0: -hmm. but that's not it. That can also come with, you know, how you were raised or how you were treated growing up of like. If you showed any type of sad emotion, it was like, oh, you don't have to be sad. Mm. You know, you should be grateful. Yes. Kind of thinking, but we're here to teach you, it's okay to have emotions and accept them for what they are. Cause yeah. once you do, then you can move on.
1: Yeah, exactly. And then the third thing would be realizing the impermanence of your emotions. It's a wave, it comes and goes, tomorrow you won't be happy, maybe the next day you won't be happy, but you will be happy eventually. And by acknowledging the emotions between the happiness,
0: it's actually bringing you to a place of peace and inner joy. Mm Mm-hmm, like I guess acknowledging like happiness is part of the journey, it's not mm-hmm. the destination.
1: Exactly. It's yeah. always
0: gonna be changing and all of these emotions that you're feeling are temporary.
1: They are, yes. So we identify and label the emotions. We realize that our emotions aren't permanent. We turn toward emotions with acceptance and then we accept the emotion. So we actually are here at a place we've gone it, even if it's just you sitting in your car and you've gone through the the other four parts in your mind and you're like Whew, I am disgusted. <laughs> and just sit with it for a bit. Yeah. And then we move into that portion that Kisa was talking of, inquiring and investigating. You're you're here, you're sitting, you're like, this is where I'm at. Why am I where I'm at? I accept that this is where I am. I know I'm not going to be in here forever. But why am I feeling the way that I'm feeling right now? Sometimes
0: you just need those moments of uh, how did we get here?
1: Yeah, exactly. And then lastly, like go of your need to control this took a lot that was probably the biggest step for me is realizing I'm that. you even just said that right now <laughs> that was the biggest step for me it was just re- re- realizing that my emo- I don't have control over my emotions mm-hmm. I can control how my professional life works I can control how my workouts go but the way that I feel in a certain moment or the way that my emotions are reacting I can't control that but I can listen to it
0: Mm-hmm. yeah yeah you can't control your emotions you can control how you react to a situation so like we were saying just take a time to pause and breathe and maybe don't react to something in that moment um investigate notice what you're feeling mm-hmm. but just know that you can't control if you're in a sad moment you don't have to sit there and say oh no i'm happy like, no yeah
1: don't fake it no. be your authentic self that's feminine energy is being your authentic self
0: go with the flow
1: so what are some authentic or therapeutic ways to process your emotions?
0: Well, um, I guess into having an outlet to express your emotions. Like for me, it's journaling. What about you? How do you express your emotions? For me, it's definitely through my body. Through
1: your body. Yeah. So if I'm feeling a very heightened sense of emotion and I need to release it, I go
0: lift 150 pounds. Right. You said through the gym. Yeah. Okay, I think that's really healthy, honestly. I, I, I Because it's channeling that energy into something Mm. that is healthy for yourself.
1: And what's actually interesting is when I finish, like, so I, I, for the gym rats, I lift and then I cardio. (laughs) So I release my emotions while I'm lifting. And then during my cardio, I'm thinking about how I move through that emotion. So that initial reaction of, like, anger or frustration or disgust, it's in the weights, And then when I'm ready to come to a place of like working through it, I'm just on my elliptical or on my stairmaster, hating my legs but thinking in my head. (laughs) And it it makes. And then when I come out of it, I'm like, "Whew, that was great."
0: (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, I love it.
1: So how do you have? How does the healed feminine process
0: emotions? Um, I I think we're doing it. We're talking about it, but that's a big part. Another part of it is recognizing those intrusive thoughts. Mm-hmm. So, also, I think a part that we may have missed is not identifying with all of your thoughts. Yeah. So just because you have an intrusive thought, and it might be like, I've seen TikToks that like you know you're holding <laughs> you're holding a baby or something, and one of your thoughts are just like, chuck that baby. <laughs> Okay, maybe not that 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 dramatic. That's an intrusive thought. It's not who you are, okay? Yeah. You can choose not to chuck the baby, all
1: right? <laughs> I hope you choose not to chuck the baby.
0: <laughs> but recognizing, okay, this is a thought, it happened, and you can let it go.
1: Yeah, or even vent only to people who make you feel safe and supportive. I know there's sometimes that there there's some that need when you finally reach, especially after COVID, we were we were just wanting any kind of social interaction Mm -hmm. you would tell anyone anything at all the time but acknowledge who you're telling things to who are you allowing into your thoughts into your minds because that also impacts you
0: yeah definitely you don't want to be venting to somebody who may make you question yourself more exactly you want to be venting to somebody who makes you feel like they're listening and they hear you Mm -hmm. and that whatever you're feeling is valid
1: Exactly. And then lastly, therapy is a difficult emotional work, but it's worth it. It is. And we've both we've both done the work and it's hard. And there are many different types, uh, including cognitive behavioral therapy that can also help in getting the ways. But how about you walk through some of the therapy ways? Yeah,
0: sure. And I love therapy, full disclosure. It's great. I mean, it is a space that you can go in and just talk about yourself and not really have to give space to anything but like how you're feeling mm-hmm. and your emotions and processing. So it's great. Um cognitive behavioral therapy is a treatment that helps you recognize your negative or unhelpful thoughts and behavior patterns and then change them. Mm-hmm. But that's just one type of therapy.
1: Mhm. There's also dialect How do you say that word? Dialectical behavior therapy. Dialectical behavior therapy. That's is an evidence-based model of therapy that helps people learn and use new skills and strategies to build lives they feel are worth living, which I think is a really beautiful way of learning new things about yourself and also new coping mechanisms because sometimes we really get stuck in our ways of what our, our past generational has taught us what we've learned Mm -hmm. in our childhood and then how do we it helps us to unlearn unhealthy behaviors
0: yeah I think also people may have a perception that therapy is just going and talking um, but it's not it's not just going and talking to somebody it's actually doing the work to build a lifestyle that you want to be living and that you're proud of
1: exactly and then another one that we like to suggest is acceptance and commitment therapy so also just note acceptance and commitment those are big words those are big words don't be scared (laughs) that lots of you even some people have acceptance issues i know honey you might have commitment Commitment issues issues. that could be a quote right there (laughs) but honey commitment therapy acceptance therapy it's It's accepting commitment to yourself it is accepting what you can't control which is hard your feelings, and accept that they are an appropriate response to certain situations that should not prevent them from moving forward in their lives. So commit to making necessary changes to your behavior. So, like, stopping avoiding avoiding. things. Um, And that, in and of itself, can take a lot of time, a lot of work. I mean, we can all
0: take a take a shot of how many people have said they have commitment issues oh yeah <laughs> that that's gonna be a drinking game that's gonna have you on the floor <laughs> <laughs> so it's just, but commitment to yourself is the best kind of commitment it
1: really is you're committing to the number one person that you're stuck with for life which is yourself
0: exactly uh, and then there's group therapy i mean that's never been working for me but for some people well, for you <laughs> so
1: they want to up. hear
0: their experiences reflected in other people's experience that can be really validating for mm-hmm. some people.
1: Exactly. And it's also a way to know that you're not alone in this journey. Mm-hmm. And that's also why we made this membership is to know that self-discovery, you don't have to do this alone. This isn't a journey. It's daunting. It's, it's new. It's uncomfortable. And we don't expect you to do this whole thing by yourself. We had each other and we want to make sure and be an arm reach to you to know that, hey, you don't have to do it by yourself either exactly and through that membership um Entity has so many things for you that we just want to share to help you with your emotions to help you build that relationship with yourself Um, and one of those things is self-help books so if you're a kind of person that you like to work on your own you like to process things by yourself you're you get energy through being alone We have a number of self-help books, workbooks that are coming your way through our memberships in your own portal that you can download, work on your own, in your own PDFs, either on your computer as a hard copy, and enjoy your time with yourself by also reflecting
0: with yourself. We also have mindfulness meditation. So some of those are on paper, some of them are audio. Uh, We also have a meditation in our podcast. If you go to the Honoring your body podcast. We have a Mm -hmm. meditation for you in there.
1: And then also venting and chatting with a friend. We are here. We're giving an ear out to you. We want to hear what you're going through in your life. And I'm sure many of your friends do too. Don't be shy. Have, Have
0: the ability or they're extending an olive branch.
1: Reach it. Grab it.
0: And another one is creative outlet. So allow yourself to be in your feminine. I feel like this whole business fem entity is structured around being in your feminine energy and Definitely. has been like a huge creative outlet for me like mm-hmm. through the instagram through our photo shoots so oh yeah it's been really great oh
1: yeah it's been so much fun it's also told me that it's okay to be creative which has been really empowering for myself and my yes. own creative Yeah. So honoring your emotions is easier said than done. We know that. But give yourself some patience, give yourself some time and you are learning about yourself with yourself. So there are times that are going to be uncomfortable and confusing and that's okay. We have people that can help you.
0: In the next episode, we're going to talk about the comparison of the higher self and the ego, differentiating the two and striving to reach our higher self. Until Until next time, divine divine darlings. darlings.